Hey, this welcome back to the Go Boldly Brotherhood podcast. I'm Scott Spade. I'm your host, and I'm truly excited today to have Michael Mello. He goes by Mello um, on the on the call today, and um, just really, man, I love I love everything about his his bio. Um, you know, physical uh, physical fitness and his you know personal health and um, just his passion and just there's a story that in his bio that I'm really excited to hear about and. Uh, so welcome to the call, Mello. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here, Scott. Good deal. So in your bio, you talk about being active even before you could walk. Tell me, tell me about that, because that sounds like that sounds like me. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I was definitely um, a tough child to raise, um, as my mom says, or at least tries to put it politely. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny because I had a very different first word than most other children. And, uh, my first word was down because I hated being up on the high chair. <laughs> oh, wow. I was a very picky eater. I remember not liking eating at all when I was younger, before I even knew a little bit more about bodybuilding and physical fitness, taking care of yourself, but that comes way, way later on. So uh, when it all started, I was just a, a little rug rat. Like I ran around, I loved jumping, playing, being active, climbing trees. My mom used to always refer to me as her little monkey. Um, so <laughs> that's pretty much, that pretty much sums up my childhood, I would say. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. I was, I walked at an early age and, um, and I remember getting on a, on a bicycle at an early early age we lived in new orleans and uh at the time and just riding that bicycle all over all over the campus my dad was going to school there and matter of fact we were i was talking to somebody the other day about um when we moved back to florida i had a big wheel and i would ride that big wheel all over the place and, and i didn't even know if they still made those things or not but i had a hulk big wheel and uh it was green and, and cool so um but man it's you know, something that you might find interesting when I was when I was born, my feet turned in completely and um, doctors had told my parents that I would have to have surgery. And they prayed and prayed and prayed. And um, I would wear if you remember the movie Forrest Gump, he wore those those braces. Well, I had a steel cable that was about an inch thick that went down from my a belt around my waist down to my uh, to corrective shoes. And I would break that steel cable about every six to eight weeks, I'd just literally snap it in half. And it was because of the strength of my legs then that I, I found track and field in high school. And it just built the, that strength in my legs and the muscles in my legs. And, uh, and so I, I was able to use that strength to run track. And um, so that was, that was really, really cool. Not that I had to wear that, but but it it certainly benefited me later on in life. Wow, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you've been in in health and the fitness world all of your life, or is it something that you just recently dove into? Or tell me about no, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks for asking. Pretty much all my life. Yeah. So my dad, uh, he was a professional footballer, like soccer, uh, as they call it here in the states, but. We're Portuguese, so we call it football, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my dad used to be on a team, and he almost went professional, but he had a knee injury and required surgery, so he wasn't able to continue playing. So since that was his one and only major sport playing growing up, he 
uh, instilled both myself and my sister into that sport and now our little nieces who are seven and nine years old right now i just went well oh, cool. they just had a couple soccer games and it's funny because uh the older niece is the lead scorer on the team so we're like really proud of her but yeah i, I as young as i can remember like i even think think as early as five seven years old i was playing soccer and then when i got to high school i found out uh, well, even in my later years in middle school, I found out my love for tennis. And then I started going for coaching my freshman year of high school. And I did it every week. So it was something that I was really, really passionate about. And by my sophomore year of high school, I made varsity team like second singles player, which is the second best person on the entire team. Like I was literally playing with the with the seniors <laughs> as a sophomore student. So I had a that's lot cool. of skill and that's why I really respect and like tennis because one, it's very physically demanding. You're literally sprinting the whole time. There's no jogging. There's no slow. And not only that, but it's a mind game. It's like physical chess. You need to understand what the other person's strengths and weaknesses are. And even if you don't know that beforehand, you have to figure it out while playing as well as keeping up with both, you know, your speed, endurance, as well as your aiming when you respond and reply when you hit the ball back and forth and it's just it, it's a crazy game and that's what got me into actually the entrepreneurship of my love for health and fitness which was the first thing I did when I was a junior in high school in the summer what I did was I taught uh tennis lessons just similar ones that I used to take when I first started out to my mom's students and her past students because she's a fourth grade wow. teacher so I was able to work with kids from the ages of <clears throat> I think even as, as young as eight up to like 12, 14 years old. Wow. So you started coaching long before you were old enough to coach. Pretty Anybody, much. Yeah. That's really cool. yeah. <laughs> I was about 16, 17. Yes. I, uh, I've, I've loved, I love to play tennis, but I've never been good at it. And I took a class in college and um, years ago. And I remember they gave us a final and he handed us this piece of paper and, um, and they just basically let us just go out and hit the ball. They didn't teach us anything. They didn't, hmm. it was just a, an easy grade. And, and, uh, the coach said, here, take, take this and go find the answers the best way you know how. And, uh, the top tennis player for the school's team lived two doors down for me in the dorm. And so I went and sat down with him and, got the answers the best way I knew how to, to take the, that, that final. and pass That's that called course. resourceful. So, <laughs> I did what the coach told me, find it the best way you know how. And uh, so needless to say, I passed that class. But um, but tennis is, is one of those games that you've got to be physically fit. Or and laser just, focused. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about it being like a chess game of understanding. But that's that's really cool. I like that. Oh, yeah, because like at the end of the day, if I keep hitting the ball to the same side of the court, we're going to stay in the same single location in the court. You can cut the ball short. You can hit it so much harder. So it's more difficult if they're closer to the net to even have the yeah. you know reaction time to go get it. And not only that, but if I'm looking like I'm going to aim and I'm going to shoot the ball that way. But instead, while I'm looking that way, I hit it with less accuracy, of course, because I'm not looking where I'm shooting it. But I hit it to the other end of the court. It's likely to go by them because they're expecting the ball to go one way. Then they find it the other way. They're like, I can't get there in time. Exactly. Boom. Game set and match from Mello. Let's go. That's the point. <laughs> That's the point. 
Man, so tell me, tell me what you're doing now. Tell me how you're you're supporting people, and and I know you've you've switched to what in 2019 you took a leap of faith. Tell me about that. That's that's huge. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was working for a gym from I believe 2017, 2018. Yeah, 2017, like late 2017 into 2019. So it was just real, uh, really late in 2019. So it was pretty much 2020 when I started um, officially going online and seeking uh, online clients for my business. And that's when I got my first online client was in uh, the early year of 2020. Uh, So I went online because I hated how confined I was working at specific gyms and how far the gym was and the type of clients that I was being or had referred to me rather, because I would get a lot of people who would cancel day of, and it's, it's, it sucks for them because they miss out on the workout. Cause it's, I can't refund that workout. We have like a right. 20, they had a 24 hour um, cancellation policy, but I would be at the gym And then that's an hour of my time wasted where I could have been doing something else or even sleeping in, which was the worst thing because I hate waking up dumb early. I would have clients who would have 5 a.m.s and then at 4 a.m. call or text me and saying they can't come in. I'm like, well, then why did I freaking wake up at four then? (laughs) I woke up to your text telling me you're not coming in. I can't just go back to bed (laughs) like I'm still going to be clocked. So I was like, I was just so sick of that. Um, and it just showed that these people, it, it's, they would buy these gym memberships, which are only $10, $20 a month, but then they'd buy these fitness packages because they're getting pushed to actually take care of themselves. Oh, we've got a personal trainer that's going to help you do this, 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 this. And what I hated was I wasn't doing the sales for myself because I wasn't interested in sales at the time. I didn't really understand how useful of a skill that was. So for me, I was just like, yeah, you get me the clients. I'll make sure they have the best body in three months or less. And I would do that. I generated really good results, but I hated the clients who didn't get results. And you want to know why? Not just because I couldn't get them results, but because they wouldn't follow through and they would always make excuses as to why when they're home, they're not following the plan I gave them. Wow. So that's why I decided to one, start my own business for the, that this single reason was so I could pick and choose who I work with now which the problem with that was I had to sell myself. I had to market myself. That was a beast in and of itself. But I paid over what, like 40, about $45,000 in coaching to learn how to one market, two brand, three sell, four, make sure you have a continuation program, yada, 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 all those key buzzwords or whatever. But uh, the thing that has made it all worth it is the fact that I am in complete control. But what made it difficult was that same very aspect. I am the only one in control. (laughs) So it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, that's it's it's scary and exciting all at the same time. But it's been so much more rewarding. Um and I still have so much to learn. I'm not going to say my business is perfect. I haven't really built out a team yet. And when I did try, that did not go so well. So I kind of took a step back and, uh, you know, went back to my roots and tried to understand where I went wrong. So I'm now in the process of kind of revitalizing everything and uh, getting it back to where it's going to be headed in the right 
direction because you know how like you have a certain path and then you're confused as to where to go you've got two maybe even more options i just happen to take the wrong one so that's why i needed to take a couple steps back so i can make sure moving forward i stay aligned to everything the whole main reason why i wanted to begin my own fit and mellow business anyways i love it what's been the what's been the biggest the biggest lesson that you've learned in this process you can't do anything alone Mm, that's huge that's huge. That's why I love the I love the networks that I've been in and like actual like other men who actually push other men to be better and be stronger and yeah. push further. Cause like at the end of the day, women's groups are that because all of them are consoling. They're soft spoken. They're like, Yeah, girl, you got that energy. You can do it. It's feign. It's fake. Yeah. It's, it's fraud. Men, it's like, dude, why ain't you done this yet? Why haven't you put in your best foot forward? Hey, if you understand this is your problem, why don't, what are you going to do to fix it? It's actual, mm. factual, logistical data, understanding, and boom, output. What are we going to do next? How are we going to get you out of this funk, this, this, this shit? Because you're not doing well, man. I'm going to tell you straight yeah. up. We're real, you know? I think that's what helps that's... men a lot better in a different way than how I see in uh, women groups, which I've been a part with. <laughs> absolutely absolutely that's why i started the go boldly brotherhood man and, and mastermind groups and, and you know there's a lot of mastermind groups out there and they are 150 200 people in them and for someone like me that's not a in your face kind of person or extremely extroverted i get lost in the sauce yeah. and i recognize that i like the more the smaller groups and so 10 10 or less guys coming together and having having more than one coach, if you will, a mentor, if you will, in that group that says, hey, did you think about this? Did you see that blind spot? Did you, you know, where do you need to be held accountable? Because we men, we don't like, we don't like to share our stuff. We don't like to be held accountable. We, we need to we're be the asked. Lone rangers. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was, that was the driving force behind that for me. And, um, Pat, so tell me a little bit about your coaching and how that, how do you get your clients now? And how do you, you know, what is your, your area of expertise? Is it nutrition? Is it, and how does, how does that work online? Yeah. So for me, I'd say it's mainly habits and goal setting because, yeah. and, and this is where I've found some people have a mis conception of what I what it is I do because a lot of people think it's just oh meal planning and exercise it's like no I don't I can't yes I absolutely can do that I went to school through that I have many certifications to follow up with that I even just two years ago doubled up on a nutrition certification through precision nutrition and that went more on the psychology behind why we fall victim to our diet so that helped me uh in a way, be a better coach and teaching people practical ways to get out of one, their own head and two, their negative, you know, eating habits. So that's why I feel like with my coaching style, it's more about habits. Like I will give you your workout plan and your meal plan, but I know there is a less than maybe 35% chance that you're actually going to follow it to the T shit happens. Life happens. I get that. I live, I live one too, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm not perfect, but at the end of the day, what if we don't, 
if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's one of the yeah. quotes that I follow to, or like that I really, really respect and find is something we, we need to remind ourselves. Because if it's not on the calendar, for example, an event, my mom will remind me of family things all the time because I know she's going to do so three or four times <laughs> prior to the event happening. So I don't schedule those things in my calendar. <laughs> that she's, she's my calendar for stuff like that yeah. when it comes to business calls meetings um going over my sops making sure that stuff's getting in on time i gotta write that down or I need to put it in a place like let's say i like i have random little notes like digital notes on my desktop for when i have conversations so that later on after i get through maybe like a string of four or five calls instead of me in between calls wasting time prior to when i'm hot on the seat trying to work with people I have it so I can later go back restore it physically write it down so it engraves into my mind so I can remember those notes for the next time I talk to that person and that it's it's about you know habits little ticks little tricks um that's going to work for you specifically to get you into you know the proper habits that will achieve yeah. like help you get there to your goals so for example the number one thing i work with people is making sure they have a set wake up and like sleep time other than maybe one day out of the week because the biggest thing that and i'm i swear to god the biggest thing for health and fitness is your rest you can't repair your muscles if you're not resting correctly and you're not going to digest and properly share your nutrients through your body if you don't have a proper sleep schedule because that's going to equate to less energy like more lethargy and then you're going to also be like less focused you're not going to be able to stick on certain tasks less cognitive and yeah. it, it just keeps you in a hurt state we don't we want to get out of that hurt state and into a positive flow state it's it's so funny when you know when we get out of those habits we feel we feel like crap and we complain a lot but sometimes the pain is is not enough to get us back into those those habits several years ago i bought a crossfit gym and uh ended up shutting it down and it's still i've still got it it's sitting in a storage unit um but i went and got certified in crossfit and some things that i liked and some things i didn't like about crossfit was the, some of the things i liked were that it can be tailored to the individual. And so, you know, a workout, you, you put the workout out there, but you know that not everybody's going to do the same weight. You know that not everybody's going to do the same, you know, same, but, but everything, the, the, the style, all the safety things were in place. But the one thing that I didn't like was, you know, how many people were getting hurt and neck injuries and back injuries and and it you know just threw up a huge red red flag for me that it wasn't just about them working out it was about working out rest like you talked about their nutrition you know coming in consistently three to four or five times a week instead of just haphazardly coming in and then trying to to jump back in and, and there's just so many things with health and fitness that that drive everything else in your life. I totally agree. And that, and, and to, to key off what you said there, I liked what you said about, you know, rest and recovery. And what I found the biggest issue is to why people yo-yo back and forth with one, their weight and two, their motivation, whatever that is. 
Um, it's, <laughs> um, it's, it's the fact that if you jump into something head first and you go balls to the wall, let's say four, even four times a week to do CrossFit, heavy, 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 like, like yeah. high intensity, hardcore as max weight you can, your body's going to break down. Yeah. Like when I start working with people who haven't worked out at all, let's say not even since high school and they're, you know, 35 plus you got to ease into that. Like maybe two workouts the first week and then we can add like three, not workouts, but activities of energy expenditure. Like it could be right. a walk. You could be learning salsa. You can go um, play a pickup game of basketball, but just take it easy where your, your elbow sleeve, your knee braces or whatever. Like people think exercise needs to be like, oh, I'm Arnold. Oh, cardio, lift weights faster. Yeah. <laughs> like, and go super high weight. It's, it, it's, it's not sustainable. And that's the yeah. biggest key that I find most of my clients appreciate most about my program is that what I teach them is sustainable for one. And two, it fits into their everyday lives. You know, and the first sign of pain is when people quit. And to me, that that pain after you've worked out done something and there's that that muscle pain i love that pain like that's that just motivates me you know it's like you know you've accomplished something you Bless know that, that. You, you, you've done something and it's like man it it hurts so bad but feels so good <laughs> it hurts so good <laughs> you know? yep it's yep. like you can't get out of bed the next morning but once you do it's like okay now I'm moving. And then, you know, you sit down and you go to get back up. It's like, oh, ah, the worst thing that. is going to the toilet two days after leg day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know that you've done something like just going out and walking is probably not going to create a lot of pain. It's you're moving, you're getting your heart rate up a little bit, but it's not, it's not that little bit higher intensity, but going out and doing a run walk, mm -hmm. you know, even if it's, you know, two minutes on and a and 30 second run or whatever. I mean, it's, or even for a lot of people, it's cleaning out their garage. A lot of people have a lot of junk in their garage. A lot of that stuff, when it piles up, it gets heavy. That's a workout. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Never even thought about that, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You have Work a staircase. If you live in an apartment complex and you're on like the fifth floor or something, go up and down five times. That's a workout. Yeah. Wear absolutely. a heavy backpack and put all the books you don't read in it. Go run around the neighborhood. That's a workout. If you have a baby, do some sit-ups holding the baby. They'll laugh. They'll enjoy it. Your abs will freaking hurt, but that baby's laugh is going to get you going. There's so many different going. ways you can get it, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> something that I that I love is that people think that they've got to join a gym or they've got to have all these weights to work out. There's so many, so many you know, body function exercises that you can do, lunges and, and planks and you know, just stuff that you don't even need any weights to get started. Yeah, I've been trying to learn how to coach on more functional movements. You're totally right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, biometrics, just, all that. Just the, the weight of your body. You know, just doing air squats. Is, Especially if your goal is to lose weight, what better than to move the weight you're trying to lose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you do 30 air squats today, I guarantee you're going to feel it tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> or even later on that day, if you do it in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> As soon sure. as you wake up, just, you know, 50 squats right there. There you go.
Man, can't go to the bathroom until sure. you do them 50 <laughs> that's a morning routine for you that'll get you going for sure yeah. who's, who's your ideal client who do you absolutely just love to work with ah uh, um my favorite client that i have worked with and uh he recently we can't work right now because he recently had to go through uh um a heart surgery i forgot what what kind but it was something with his aorta had like a opening in it. So he needed to get part of the aorta replaced or like, I don't know. He went, it was about big surgery. It's something genetic because his dad had to go through the same thing. So I've got to meet his parents recently. We've been friends since uh, 2016 or 2017, 2017. So that was right before I started my business. And he was one of the main reasons why I started my business because I wanted to work more with more people like him. So he was an engineer slash an options trader so pretty big nerd um nice a little socially awkward but very kind respectful and a very overall pleasant guy to to speak with but he's the person you'd expect to see at the end of the bar where doesn't even approach women or he's just you know either fine doing his own thing or just being with a friend or two and when he came to the gym how we sold him on the membership was he was recently getting out of a divorce because he found out his wife was cheating on him and only using him for his money because he had a lot of it. <laughs> um, and that, that, that to me really struck a chord because same thing with my brother-in-law, similar uh, experience. She cheated on him and it, only using him for his money. But thank God he found my sister and they were a perfect match. Love them to <laughs> death. And when they have two beautiful nieces, my family is God's gift, man love it i love it i love um, it but to get back to my per perfect client it's so it's like someone who's a little bit more in their shell wanting to get yeah. out more trying to be more proud and like, just have more pride in themselves so i think pride and and being proud of one's own ability is the key to what makes a great client because they have that yearning that desire to outwardly show their inner best traits so it's just someone who doesn't give up, someone who knows it's going to be tough, and someone who is willing to do the work. Because as soon as they have that need, and they follow my perfectly designed program for them, they'll see results, they'll get proud, their happiness will shine through, they'll start smiling more, cracking more jokes, they'll be so excited to see me. I love when I meet my friend, um, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, I was just about to because I'm just I remember this vividly last every time I see him, he goes, what's up, big guy? What's up, big guy? And I'm oh like, I gosh. love that because it's like our little like nickname sort of thing. <laughs> I love it. So you're doing more than just fitness and health. I mean, you're really getting into their their mindset and their psyche of really helping them to overcome some maybe body shaming or absolutely, self, you know, self-confidence, self you know, because I was bullied and I was never confident in myself before I started working out either. I didn't, and it, it, until I got became veteran in tennis, I didn't feel proud of any accomplishments I made. Like, yeah, I was great in school. I had a girlfriend; she was really hot, but uh, <laughs> it, that was like the only thing that I was proud of. Everything else, all I did was I went home, played video games. I had barely any friends. I had like two friends and my girlfriend, and then 
ever since I started getting better at tennis, realizing that fitness was something I really liked. I started being known as the muscle guy. And then I stopped getting wow. picked on. And every I remember my senior year, like halfway through my senior year of high school, I couldn't walk down a single hallway without giving high fives to like five different people. People started liking me out of nowhere. But I don't think it was just because I was in better shape. I think it was because I was externally showing my energy to everybody and it was magnetic. Yeah. So I think so I, don't, do you... I wouldn't say like I'm like a personal trainer anymore. I say I'm a health coach because health works or focuses on not only just, you know, your health or how you look, but it's your relationships. It's your outlook on life. It's your internal sense of respect. Yeah, I would even say transformational development coach i mean you just it's it's not just I like that <laughs> it's not just the physical it's you know and so much of i don't know if you've ever read the book um psycho cybernetics psycho cybernetics i have not so it, it's a great book it was written back in the 1960s i believe by maxwell maltz and Maxwell Maltz was a, um, a plastic surgeon. M A L T Z. Cool. Psycho cybernetics. And it's it's really the entire book is about the self image, <laughs> and how we how we see ourselves. And he recognized being a a plastic surgeon that some you know when we when people saw themselves differently, when they look in the mirror and they see themselves differently, everything else changes. And, and it's, we're driven by that self-image mm -hmm. and it sounds like, you know, we'll call him Joe. We'll sound like, sounds like Joe is, is that guy that was driven by a poor self-image. And when things begin to shift physically for him, his mental shifted and the self-image, same thing for for yourself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that mental shift of how, how we see ourselves. I totally agree. And, uh, I would like to uh, take this time to maybe share a poem that really struck, because when you mentioned, you know, how we see ourselves in the mirror, it reminded me of a poem that um, I read when I was pledging for uh, Sigma Chi fraternity, and it yeah. stuck into my mind. And it was one of those things that made me feel proud to be going through the fraternity, because um, I know it's not, it for me at least, it wasn't all about partying, girls, and brotherhood, but I actually instilled the lessons that were meant to be taught through the pledging process. So I feel wow. like I want to share that with you guys. If that's cool. Please, please. Okay. So it's called the man in the glass. When you get what you want in your struggle for wealth and the world makes you king for a day, just go to the mirror and look at yourself and see what that man has to say. It isn't your father or mother or wife who judgment upon you must pass. The one whose verdict counts most in your life is the one staring back in the glass. He's the one you must satisfy beyond all the rest, for he's with you right up to the end. And you have passed your most difficult test if the man in the glass is your friend. You may be the one who got a good break, then think you're on a wonderful guy. But the man in the glass says you're only a fake if you can't look him straight in the eye. You may fool the whole world down to the pathway of years and get pats on the back as you pass, but your final reward will be heartaches and tears if you cheated the man in the glass. Wow. Wow. Powerful, right? So, you know, so many 
so many people don't like the man in the glass. It reminds me of a, of a story of a chaplain that was a hospice chaplain. He was Jewish and he was always working. Finally, they made him take a vacation. And so he went out to Hot Springs, Arkansas, to one of the Hot Springs spas there. And he got in the, the spring and in the spa and they, he got out within two minutes. And they said, you've, you've got to get you got to get back in. You have to stay the full 20 minutes before you can go to the next, you know, stage of this process. And he got back in, he was in for about another minute and he got out. And this article um, went on to say that what he realized in that moment, he was in, in this, this spa alone with himself. And he realized he didn't like himself. And he didn't like being quiet with himself. And he didn't like, and it, that changed his entire world after that, realizing that, man, if I don't, if I don't like myself, nobody else is going to like me. And that's exactly what I see in that, that poem, man, that, you know, we were created in God's image. And, and if we were, if we see ourselves as anything other than that, it's not going to work. Yep. Nailed it. Man, that's powerful. Man, that's we need to end there. I don't think there's anything <laughs> else to say. I, how how can someone, you know, do you, you primarily work with men? Do you work with both men and women, or what's your yeah? So up until recently, I've kind of held my doors open and my marketing message wasn't totally clear if I was specifically stick to one, you know of the only two genders. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, typically I work with um, men. I appreciate working with men more with women. Um, I'll still work with them, but I need to go through a lengthier screening process just because there've been so many I, I work with that they'll, they'll, they'll say, and they'll show and look like they're doing everything correct, right? This and that, but I have them track their results weekly. I can check on my app that I have my people and I deliver them both motivation as well as the workouts. And I'm able to see like how their mood fluctuates throughout the week, as well as with the exercises and their nutritional, you know, adherence to their goals. Uh, what I've found is women will fake, oh, I did this, I did this, I did this. Oh, I don't know why I'm up four pounds this week. Oh, da, 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 da. I'm <laughs> like, oh, well, I saw on your Snapchat that you were drinking. How many drinks do you have? Oh, just six. I'm like, oh, was it just like straight vodka or what? Oh, no, we I had this wonderful watermelon juice in it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So let's see, 300 times six. So there's one yeah, pound. So you about <laughs> ate a whole day worth of calories in that one little experience. Yeah, there's the four pounds. There you go. <laughs> and then they're like, I just don't get it. Well, I do. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> but um no it's that's just an extreme example like uh, most of all it's it's I don't relate to women as well because I'm not one yeah. <laughs> but I've worked with them for so long that I can help them to a degree but it still doesn't feel like if I were to work in more of a group setting which I'm hoping to do in order to affect more lives yeah it, that's not going to work out so I kind of want to focus and lean more on to just working with men cool Cool. You have a website that we can uh, put in the yep. show notes? Yeah, I do. It's a uh, work in progress right now, but it is uh, fully functioning and up. So it's uh, 
https uh finmello.com f-i-t-a-n-d-m-e-l-l-o no w but i'm still chilling i love it man man thank you so much for coming on today i'm looking forward to just continuing to connect with you and um i love i love everything fitness my daughter's a fitness trainer her husband is they've got a small little gym here they only they didn't take do, your crossfit gym <laughs> no they they didn't want to go that route they just wanted to do more you know personal training and so like okay makes so sense <laughs> we'll figure out the crossfit gym i've got somebody that's interested in, in running it and uh, we'll see what happens but yeah thanks and also again, a massive man. shout out to carrie for putting us together that was really great of her absolutely man she's she's phenomenal so good deal <laughs> thank you so much for having me scott Thank you.